Hello, sweet teachers and Pilates lovers. Welcome to the Thinking Pilates podcast, where we're having rich and sometimes way out there conversations about the Pilates mindset, movement practice, and how it just might help us be better humans. And of course, this beautiful thing called teaching. I'm Chantel Lopez. I'm the founder and the ringleader of this delightful circus. And I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, James Crater and Deborah Colway, who you'll be hearing from soon. The Thinking Pilates podcast is not only a passion project, but a critical platform for sharing and having open discussions about movement and teaching. And so if you're digging on what we're up to, you can help us thrive and grow by letting the world know what you think. You can do that by leaving us a review on iTunes, of course, which would be super awesome. And by liking our Facebook page, The Thinking Pilates Podcast. Your comments and shares of the episodes you love best are also really important to keeping these kinds of conversations going, so don't hesitate to jump in and let us and the world know what you think. After the show, we'll give you some more details about how to connect with each of us and more about what we're up to individually. A quick note and warning before we get started that in our enthusiasm, we have definitely been known to use a naughty word or two. And we hope you'll love all the words in between, too much to care. So without further ado, let's see what we're up to in this episode. Yay, it's season two, and this is episode one. I just wanted to take a moment before we dive into this really wonderful conversation about celebration to give some thanks and gratitude to Joseph Quinn for graciously donating his beautiful music for our new intro and outro of the podcast. Joseph is the creator and founder of Pilates Metrics, and we just absolutely love being able to support his creative endeavors and his musical talent in the podcast. A couple of other quick things I wanted to share with you, and we'll go into some more detail after the conversation wraps up is to let you know that we're now accepting sponsorship for the podcast, which is super exciting. And we have a wonderful podcast sponsor for this show that you'll be hearing more about later. But here's a quick shout to Jessica Vallant and Momentum Fest. Woohoo! We also wanted to just make sure that you were on top of our new release schedule. Now that we're officially running on seasons, you can expect six months worth of shows released every other week from now until early May. Okay, I think that's it for now. I'm sure you're anxious to hear what this podcast has in store for you. So here we go. Hello, beautiful people. Hello there. Hi. And we, um, gosh, uh, we've had a really lovely break and and it really hasn't been a break so much <laughs> no <laughs> but but wonderful time and space to percolate and have some nice conversations and really do kind of some podcasty soul searching um around where we're going and what we're doing and it's going to be a great season it's going to be a great season i mean you know it's like officially we're having a season because season 1 doesn't technically count I think as a season <laughs> being 47 episodes um uh it's more like you know war and peace and now we're gonna now we're gonna cut it back just a little bit but we are talking about in our first episode celebration and we're definitely going to unpack that a great deal and this this episode's going to be really interesting because James is going to get into this more but we have reached out to a lot of our peers and friends and um, people in the industry to ask them a question. And I'm going to let James dive into that with you a little bit, but you're going to hear from all of those people on the podcast. And I think you're going to laugh and you're going to cry and you're going to be really touched and it's going to be super sweet. But let's find out more about what the hell that even means, right? So James, what's... uh, Give us the the rundown on how this all came together. The the context of it all. Uh, First, I want to say it's so lovely to hear your voice and Deborah's voice 
coming over my computer screen once again. Yes. So nice. Thank you. Ditto. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. So um, I went to the PMA this year, the PMA conference down in Palm Springs, and it was a wonderful time. Uh, and uh, under the under the advisory suggestion of of you two lovely ladies, um, I decided to to venture off and do create some sort of recording opportunity that we could make into a podcast. And the three of us sort of sat around with ideas and themes of of things we could talk about. And to tell you the truth, I went to the PMA having absolutely zero idea of what we were even really going to do with. <laughs> With the podcast, um, you know, we were going to do uh, predictions, and then uh, my lovely friend Jenna Zafino did predictions literally the day we went down there. So I thought maybe we should diverge from that <laughs> just a bit. Um, so you know, I, I went down there, and you know, I I walked into the PMA. You know, I've I've been to a few of them, and and you know, there it's a lovely conference, and this one just had a palpably different vibe about it uh you you walked in and and i don't think it was just a solely me experience i think everyone that was there whether it was you know your your first few times going or your 20th time going um that it felt lovely it felt there was an overall sense of camaraderie there was an ease about it there was less um, I guess maybe the word is posturing, less bravado in, in uh, you know, as you walked across the floor. It felt mellow. It felt really, really, really nice. And everyone seemed to be really interested in, in everyone else's work. There were a lot of, of questions and a lot of people just sitting around talking about projects and um, things that they were finding interesting. And it felt celebratory to me. And so I thought, well, what if we just did an episode on celebration and how we are looking to bring celebration into our practice? And especially, especially within this year, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's been, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year politically. It's been a tough year socially. It's been a tough year on the news. It's been a tough year in people's homes. And when that happens, it sometimes gets really hard to find things to celebrate. And I thought, what a perfect question. In times that it's hard to find things to celebrate, how are you going to celebrate or what are you going to celebrate within your practice? Mm. So I set out to record that. I had my little handy recorder and I went around. And anyone who knows me um, like intimately knows that I am a huge introvert. So I walked around for a couple of days with the damn recorder in my hand talking to zero people. And finally, I thought, okay, you're here, you're here to do this. Like, let's just, let's just talk. So I started asking people and, and, um, you know, one conversation led to a next, led to the next, led to the next. And the conversations were lovely. I mean, I had beautiful conversations with Lolita San Miguel and Elizabeth Larkham and Nula Myberg and Jenna Zafino and Erica Quest and Trent McIntyre. I mean, some random people from, you know, Australia and some friends from Brazil. And, you know, there were lovely conversations. I was very, very excited and came home and we were going to record the podcast and I put the chip in (laughs) and out of all those lovely, lovely recordings, there were 0.0 recordings on the goddamn chip. Racing stomach. Oh my god, it was horrible. And so I'm, I'm literally sending, you know, Chantel texts like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, this, I can't believe this is happening." And we're about to record, right? Like you and Deborah and I. Honest to God, it's like I'm finding this out as we're going to record. I mean, you know, I was busy and I had procrastinated, you know, checking, you know, the recordings. But in my head, I was like, "They're there. I did them. They are there." And. I, you know, a minute wise, they were there. It just recorded empty air. And I think what happened is um, if you hit the pause button, even if it's on record, even if you unpause it or hit record again, it pot, it's long story short, we were left with, you know, a huge gunny sack of lemons. We decided (laughs) to make, we decided to make lemonade out of it. And we sort of uh, pivoted, took this really good idea of celebration. And instead of making it an episode about the PMA decided to turn it into an entire season. So mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. Yeah, it's been interesting because in that moment, you know, it's the it's the panic and and we did 
go ahead and talk, the three of us. And yeah. it, it just, it did feel like there was no choice but to just like keep going. And, and maybe we yeah. were being afforded an opportunity to see what else was in this idea of celebration. And, uh, and so, yeah, as James said, that's what we've, that's what we've done. We did it. We lost it. We decided to do it again and expand it. And, uh, and it has been really beautiful. And, and each of us kind of made a list of people um, that we wanted to reach out to and ask this question. And um, the question is what, what in your practice are you, are you celebrating in the coming year? And there's a longer version, which is essentially like given you know, how difficult things may have been this past year in all the different ways they could have been difficult. How are you going to exercise your resilience? Those are my words that we didn't actually put that in the question, but that's what it feels like to me. And celebrate how you're attending to your own life. Those are also my words because that's what it feels like to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just say it. Um, In any case, we are we're gonna we're gonna start by sharing with you um our answers to this question and then we're gonna let you hear from all the beautiful sweet teachers who contributed to this episode and um just let you soak and, it all in some not teachers yeah some not teachers that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Nice, nice wide range of folks so Hey Deborah, would you would you jump into this uh, question? Yes, I, uh, with regard to lemons and and all of that, you know, I was fine not going to the PMA this year for a variety of reasons, and then felt that little like oh in my chest when James went on and on about how wonderful it was this year, (laughs) and so I felt like I was able to maybe recoup a little and um, be part of it by having the opportunity to redo the podcast. And um, so I, I was just happy to have the opportunity to reach out to people and ask this question. I really, really enjoyed that. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And uh, so that part for me was, was a plus, you know, being able to actually participate at this level when I hadn't been at the, at the conference. I put a lot of thought into this course and my short-ish answer <laughs> has everything to do with uh, just really contemplating in the first, on the first hand, beginning with you, Chantil, going back to the beginnings of the podcast as a somewhat of a turning point for me uh, it, with regard to my career um, this stage of my life and wanting so much to to purposefully open up my world and uh, be more in contact with a variety of people, uh, noticing how easy, easily uh, my life can get small because I get busy and perhaps don't have the energy that I used to have to be involved in so many different things. Uh, So, this in in one way has just really started opening up so many wonderful relationships for me, um, new friends, uh, n- um, learning, just an awareness of what's going out there, going on in the industry that um, I feel, um, you know, because I feel an obligation to look up people that we've talked to or find out about what other people are doing in a different way, um, being so impressed by your and James's breadth of knowledge in so many different areas and the people that you've um, come in contact with, whether you've read something that they've written or literally studied with them or met them. So that has been um, really good for me, I think. So I want to, I celebrate that. I celebrate kind of being encouraged on that level to um, not be afraid to branch out I think of myself as a pretty wide person, but I also can feel sometimes how I, um, I also get afraid to be too busy. I get afraid of what it feels like inside me when I know I'm taking on too much because um, I get tired and I get 
overwhelmed. Uh, but I also have a commitment to this other thing, which is to stay open and to stay very alive for as long as I can. So that's been, I celebrate that. I celebrate how this whole time since you and I met Chantil and have been on this. And then of course meeting James. So along with that, um, is, a um, I'm putting words to it because of this. I might not have before, which is that I, I'm celebrating honestly coming into this phase of my life where mm. uh, I truly uh, want, more than I want to develop myself anymore as a teacher, I want to um, sell, I am interested in celebrating what I would call the next generation. And I sometimes laugh because it doesn't matter how old the people actually are, but it's really um, becoming more and more interesting to me to not just support and mentor my specific students or the people that go through the Pilates Center teacher training program or, or my individual clients that of course I have a very strong um, commitment to their health and well-being, but, uh, but um, to, I'm excited about what what is going to come now, and I and I very much am celebrating that I can feel this way. I think that's what I want to say that I that I honestly feel that way. For so long, it was all about you know, my responsibility I felt to myself, developing myself so that I could be the best teacher that I could be or, you know, serve in that way. And this feels different. This feels like what I'm um, being invited or called to do now is much more um, in the in the realm of caring how you're going to develop yourself or some of the newer teachers coming on board at the Pilates Center or I don't know. It just, um, I was thinking about this earlier today and if I can just maybe take another minute or two with this, um, this is a bit of a di a divergence, but I remember when my daughter was little and how, uh, relaxing and kind of a relief it was when I would be out in the world with her, that I had this identity of Freddie's mom. And I thought, why do I like that so much? And it really took it like I was off the hook. I didn't have to talk about myself so much, my career, who am I, what do I do? It was just enough to be walking around in the world with this amazing little kid. And um, it was literally that thing of she was more interesting, I thought, than anything that I might say about me. So I, I really enjoyed that for as long as that lasted. And, and I felt today a little bit like that. I felt like, oh, it's, it's more interesting now on some level uh, to be able to honestly, you know, we, we, I think I paid lip service to this for, you know, a while, but to really, really be more interested in what everyone else is doing um, and let that, let that be nourishing, let that be, um, yeah, like nourishing and satisfying to me in the way that my own growth and development used to be, not that it isn't anymore, but that the way that I, I was um, reaching out always for my own growth and development to be satisfied, to be nourished. And, um, and so can you, can you, it, does that feel like a different thing? Can you feel how that's different? Mm -hmm. Oh, Yeah. So that's what I'm celebrating. And what's totally cool is that as soon as I started thinking about it in that way, I think like a lot of things happen this way. Um, those are the opportunities that are opening up. And, um, and it's actually what I'm talking with people about more and what's showing up. So um, the other, okay. And so then the other aspect of this a, is that I'm celebrating that it's happening, and then B, I can watch the trajectory, you know, again, just using my connection with you, Chantel, as a, like a marker, a starting point. Um, I feel like this is the movement, you know, we, the movement aspect. I feel that just there's more and more willingness for people to 
honestly share themselves. And maybe that's what you're talking about, uh, James, what you felt at the PMA there. I am finding, and maybe because I'm cultivating it and looking for it, that there, that there's an openness in people. Um, and then, and a genuine desire to, to be together in the, in our efforts more than the thing that I used to feel, which was everyone was trying so hard to carve out their own niche, you know, to like have their bit of the pie that they had to protect so carefully. Yes. As the world got bigger and bigger and our industry got bigger and bigger, that fear of I'm going to disappear. No one will know who I am. It's more like, let's all have a huge party. (laughs) You know? um, So I think that that is, uh, feels like a huge celebration to me also. Yeah. That's so, uh, you know, it's just so great. It's so sweet and so great and so right on, you know, it, I mean, it is what we've been talking about, you know, the three of us together. And then I think independently one-on-one and, you know, we've got this idea, this commentary, this vision of we, the movement and, you know, and we're having it outside Uh, with other people. And I think you just totally hit the nail on the head, Deborah, that people are more willing to share themselves. And it's, it is just like, let's all get together and make it great. And it'll be great for me. And it'll be great for you. And yeah, you say that thing and I'll say that thing. And then maybe we say the same thing and that's great too. And I, I do think that that is really happening. And and I do see people celebrating it, which is super, super exciting. And it's so timely, right? It's a, it's like my experience of, you know, with the election two years ago, has it been two years? No. No. Year? I know it two feels years? like it, huh? Oh my God, just a year? Oh my God. I swear <sighs> in my soul, I believed it was two years for no, a second. No, um, <laughs> Well, <laughs> geez, um, it, it's, it's, it's all just a matter of weight, right? Yeah. Um, it did feel like, well, I could either panic and be angry, uh, you know, and there was some of that, or I can see that, oh, what has to come out of this is the opposite, right? As a, as a natural organic response. And I think that that's what we're seeing. And you just, you said it so perfectly, Deborah. That's good. So one, I'm just going to finish up with one more thing as an example, kind of also of what I'm talking about. I had a really lovely conversation with a woman who um, was, is a student of mine and also now, you know, a colleague, she went through our training program and, um, couple of years ago she moved away and um she was when she was actually here and going through our pro- our program she was going through a pretty difficult period in her life and i and most of my experience of being her friend her teacher etc was witnessing that aspect of her and the struggles that she was going through and she's not there anymore she has you know, in the last few years, she's, she's done a lot of hard work on herself and she's really come through and I could hear in her voice, this lightness and this delight. And, and what, um, I just, again, with the celebration for me was this acknowledgement that how great for how wonderful, what a gift that I got to be with her then. And that I get to see her development now. I mean, of course, uh, that might not have gone that way. You know, she might have gone down worse, or she might still be in that place. But it was um, something about um, letting something take enough time or get big enough uh, that there's an accommodation, uh, like not getting stuck in anything, having to stay the same way. And I just, I was so happy when I got off the phone with her and I just I felt so enriched by the fact that I personally got to experience her in both these ways and what a gift that was and so that's another part of this for me is just um hanging out in the midst of it all and really watching how people grow and develop I mean 
it kind of goes without saying. And if I thought about it, that might've been why I got into this in the first place, but you know, the teaching, but I don't think so. You know, I think way back then it was really, uh, there was like a nice part, you know, I'm going to do a good thing for people. But I also think there was very much still that aspect of I'm, I'm going to be cool, you know, (laughs) and, uh, you know, and, and so that, um, again, I, I don't need to keep repeating myself, but that just happened today. And, and I, I just feel, I feel very happy about that. Mm, it's good stuff, Maynard. <laughs> good, good stuff. So how about you, Chantil? Yeah. Oh, you're going to ask me. I was going to save myself for last. Um, okay, up to you. <laughs> no, 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 I'm happy to be put on the spot. Uh, I was, I think in some way, I haven't given it much thought at all, which is not true, really. Um, but I do feel like I have avoided potentially really sitting down to articulate my answer. And I'm not sure why. I think perhaps it's like, oh, yeah, that's easy, right? It's easy. I'm celebrating whatever it is in the moment that I feel like I'm celebrating. But I think I think what I'm really moving the place that I'm moving from right now, moving into the next year and, you know, the just everything is a new iteration, right? And moving into coming back to teaching again, um, you know, with a regular student base. And I haven't done that in about four years outside of, you know, workshop teaching and teaching teachers and whatnot. And then just the iteration, new iteration of the podcast as we move into season two and, I mean, all the things, there are so many things, so many things going on. And what I am celebrating, practicing, like I am excited, genuinely, deep in my heart, excited about celebrating a lack of urgency in my life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I shared this with both of you at some point. Um, particularly, you know, James, you and I had this conversation right after the PMA. And then I had this similar conversation with Deborah. It's like, I, uh, I'm at stopping, right? Like I'm not even particularly feel like I'm slowing down. And um, that, that might give some of you who know me a real good laugh, because in fact, I think maybe I'm doing more right this second than normal. But I am absolutely clear that I don't have to do any of it. Like, I just don't, I'm not interested in the striving and the urgency and the having to get it done or be like somebody else or living up to my potential or, you know, all the things that kind of have weighed on me for a long time. I think, especially the last four years of not being a studio owner and moving into this different way of being a Pilates teacher, which has been so rewarding and also super challenging and scary. And there has been a deep sense of urgency for me. Um, and, and that creates, a, you know, an underlying sense of panic almost um, and anxiety that just is like that low level buzz that's always there. Mm-hmm. And I just have had this experience in the last month or so of like, I, I literally just, there was one single moment where I was actually, it was in the car for a long time. And this is like, I feel a little bit like, okay, stop talking about Brooke Thomas for just a second. But <laughs> I was listening to a podcast with Brooke Thomas and uh, it was, I was listening to Bliss and Grit. I was in the car. I drove up to Nevada city to see Trinity, um, you know, who, who is my dear friend and also works for me as a mentor in skillful teaching. And I was really just kind of, um, not shaken up, but moved. I had been moved by something, you know, and it's like, it's like how injury happens. Like unless it's a traumatic injury, generally injury happens as a culmination of, you know, many, 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 many things. Um, and it was like that. It was like I just was ready, I think, to kind of be open to 
to this idea. And I got out of the car and I walked toward her and she said, how are you? And I said, you know what? I just want to lie down. I mean, I just want to lie down and stare at the ceiling. And it wasn't like, I'm so tired. I want to go to sleep. It was, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to be still. Like I'm ready to just be a little quiet inside myself. And, and it this has been so interesting. I'm really, really loving that experience of doing a lot still, but being so still at the same time. And it, to me, it just feels like, yeah, some part of me, I guess I just lying down the urgency and I'm practicing that, right? Like I'm kind of constantly practicing that. And in my movement practice, it's a huge part of, of like cultivating stillness and in my teaching, cultivating, you know, stillness and quiet. So anyway, that's it, I think. And I'm celebrating love. I know that's so cheesy. But Not cheesy. It's no. so, just be like, I really, um, yeah, love for myself, like a lot of love and compassion for myself and who I am and being totally ordinary. And if nobody ever knows who I am or knows my name or sees my videos or comes to a workshop, it's like, I just am actually pretty okay with that in some way. You know, I don't know. It's it's an interesting, it's an interesting moment (laughs) for me. Uh, and, and nothing is stopping, right? It's like almost, I have, I feel like I have more energy, just this really deep, sweet well of energy. Um, and I like, I love a lot of people right now, you know, like I'm just really aware of how much I love a lot of people. So I don't know, maybe I'm celebrating that too. Wah, wah, that's it. That's what I got. <laughs> hey, Chantel. Yeah. I love you. Oh, <laughs> guess what? I love you too. I don't think as long as I still have any marbles attached in my head that I will forget you. Oh, oh so I'm glad. Thank you. Well, even if you did, I'd still love you. <laughs> You'd have to come find me by another floor to be up at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to say one quick thing though. I, I, I do not post on Facebook rants very often. Um, and I wouldn't even call it a rant. Somebody commented that it was a rant and I got a little bit like prickly about that in my own head, but I, I did, you know, I was feeling kind of overcome by that sensation of like, Oh, just like, like this is happening and now this is happening and it's all fine. And yeah, it's hard. And sometimes it fucking sucks and that's fine too, because you know, you got to have it all. And, love, love, love. And it's all great. And whatever butterflies and rainbows, but I I am honestly kind of starry eyed in part, um, by this book I've been reading. And if you're not a sci-fi fan, you may not just give a flying flip, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's called time enough for love. And it's a sci-fi. I mean, I guess that you would qualify it as, yeah, it's definitely a science fiction, Robert Heinlein, and oh, I love it. Yeah, and he's a guy, you know, he's like, uh, he's just prolific, and he wrote uh, Stranger in a Strange Land and so many others. Mm. It is, it, it is, it is way more than a book. Uh, it's way more than a science fiction book, and it is deeply, deeply about creating space for love, and it's so great, uh, you know, and it's like 4,000 years in the future, so that's cool, too. <laughs> but in any case, I think that's part of, that's the drug I'm on. Maybe mm-hmm. if it's interesting, maybe it's not James. Yes. What the hell are you? We need some. Hi. What oh. are you celebrating? Oh man. Um, a lot. I, uh, I feel like for the last few years, at least, uh, I have been very, uh, I have been a workhorse just doing the work. You know, I've been in the studio 
doing that. And life has been, life has been wonderful, but life has been, um, I feel like there's a lot of things that have just like the pause button has been on a lot of things. <laughs> and I feel, you know, I've had, uh, you know, an amazing, especially this last year was absolutely amazing, but I feel like I took my finger off of the pause button this year, this, you know, in the last few months. And so I'm sort of celebrating, I'm celebrating that I'm celebrating. I wrote down, a, I wrote down that I'm celebrating reverence without restraint and sort of the idea of, you know, uh, holding dear all of the work that's sort of gotten me to this point and all of the people that have gotten, you know, supported me and, and whatever aspect that is, um, all of the hard work, all of the time, and then sort of just letting that go. And mm -hmm. I've really entered into this hugely, hugely, hugely creative space right now. I, I, in fact, Chantal and I were just talking yesterday. I'm like, I feel like it's a creative tornado mm -hmm. that I'm just sort of circulating in right now. And that's sort of what I'm celebrating at, the, at this moment is really celebrating expansion, celebrating just being uncomfortable, you know, kind of, you know, when, <laughs> when the pause button is on and you're just kind of doing the thing and it's, um, it's familiar, it's there, the money is there, the everything is there, the hours are there and you know what you're doing, even though they're long, even though it's hard, there's, there's a comfort to that. And this week is actually the first week that I cut down. I used to work five days a week and I cut down to four days a week to, uh, to make space for creative projects. And that was really, really uncomfortable for me to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, to just go like, you can, you need a day to actually needed an actual work day to get, to get things done. Um, so I'm celebrating just being uncomfortable and, and enjoying that space while I'm, while I'm creating and doing. And then I'm also celebrating within my actual physical practice and within life in general, I'm celebrating feeling all the feels, mm -hmm. feeling that uncomfortable, feeling the good stuff, feeling the bad stuff, feeling the, feeling the lack of feel and just sort of noticing that uh, like a, like a handful of people, and I know Chantel in particular, we've really gotten involved in this whole polyvagal theory stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and within this last year, I've been bringing as much of that as I can understand into my work and into my life. And I, uh, for, lack of, for lack of better word, I kind of called it a, a polyvagal recalibration that I went through recently. And that was really that was really feeling a lot of feels. It was, you know, it was really, really, really the grittiness of feeling all the feels like highs that I never had felt before. And then like horrible lows that I'd never felt before. Yeah. And instead of, instead of pressing the pause button, I just let myself go through and I'm still going through it. And I'm just sort of sitting with that. And I think it's a blessing that I happen to be, outside of the workhorse phase right now and in the creative space because those two seem to be going really well together of just sort of um existing in the fields and and seeing what it produces creative wise and that is um that's what i'm doing this year that's what i'm celebrating is is sort of a creative mad scientist celebration mm -hmm. <laughs> you are that's, mad you are mad you that's mad. what it feels like sometimes yeah yeah oh gosh it's so great it's so great and i cannot wait uh to roll in the rest of these beautiful um answers that we got i'm ready and excited are you guys ready to hear from the others yes totally. let's hear it Absolutely. we're gonna hear first from christy cooper Hi, everyone. I'm calling in here on the anniversary of my head injury I received after a fall while dancing in my living room. So in 2018, my practice will be celebrating rediscovering my body and my mind as a unified entity and also the sheer fact that I have been given another opportunity to do so. 
Hi, this is Nina from Fontainebleau, France. And to answer the question at hand, what will I be celebrating in my practice next year? I feel like recently, in the past year or two, uh, there's been a lot of community coming together uh, in the studio where I teach and teacher train. And it feels really good. I'd like to keep celebrating and practicing in a spirit of community sense. And for me, that means practicing alongside others, with others, um, being taught by others and teaching others, really sharing in that. I love, you know, the term giving a class or give the class. Um, and that has a lot of resonance for me. And uh, and then seeing what comes about just very naturally and organically of these uh, ways that we can relate to each other. We have this common activity that we do, all these individuals coming in um, and around this practice of Pilates, which is so wonderful and at the heart of of what it is we're trans- transmitting as teachers. But in the other sense of it, it's just so simple and lovely that uh, people come together and build something bigger than just Pilates. So, yeah, I think that's what I'll be celebrating next year. My name is Yuki Yoshi, and I'm the creator of Gendo Mind Body Institute. That year of 2018, I would like to celebrate uh, being at home. Uh, that means that I wanted to create an intentional and meaningful environment uh, by decorating with a certain color or uh, putting things in a way that uh, feel a uh, center and grounded, and more than anything else, I would like to feel a sense of hope so I can appreciate and feel excited about spending time at home, and I would like to revisit uh, constantly on a daily basis to create a certain intentional environment at home. Up next is Amy taylor Alfers. 2018 is going to be a special year for me because I'm going to be 60, and I intend to make it my best year yet in terms of my health, in terms of Pilates, in terms of my life. Um, And as for our studio, the Pilates Center is celebrating more than 27 years of continuing its mission of world peace through health by empowering people to um, be in control of their lives, their health, their future. Um, and we're just going to keep on that path, world peace for 2018. Anna Hartman of Movement Rev. Hi, Chantel. Thank you for asking me to um, share my thoughts for the upcoming season two of the Thinking Pilates podcast. I am most looking forward in 2018 to celebrate uh, in my movement practice just to have fun and to move and to have the freedom to move again. Um, for a lot of the recent history of my body and my movement, um, I've been uh, restricted with injuries and just with sort of the mindset of there was things that I shouldn't do in order to protect my body and protect things from not hurting again. And I really after practicing um, sort of a new approach to movement uh, in my own body, I've realized that a lot of the rules that I learned along the way in my career um, and told athletes and clients on how they should or should not move uh, are not good rules and are actually false truths. And I look forward to exploring what my body really wants and what it needs and what it feels good doing. And I look forward to trusting the wisdom of my body. And I really think that um, the last two years as I've been working to bring my body back in tune and using a lot of the um, floor work from Philip Beach and um, just re-exploring sort of the more primal movements, if you will, Um, I have freed up a lot of old protection patterns. And also, I think most importantly, through my practice, 
of that work through my practice of yoga, through my practice of breathing and Pilates, um, and actually through the practice of um, uh, working through the manual therapy work from the Baral Institute, I've learned to really truly listen to my body, listen to that inner wisdom that really does know best of what I need and what is good for me. And I think that is really key. I do realize that as I work with people, um, that piece is essential. I really feel like the last couple of years I've been able to tap into that and really get to know how to listen to my body um, as I've learned how to listen to other people's body. And with that has just come this realization that, yeah, a lot of the rules I've been following are not true. And the really exciting thing about that is that means that there is all this opportunity to return to a life of movement that is spontaneous and fun and joyful and uh, makes me feel um, like the active child or adolescent I was. And uh, I really look forward to getting back to that. You know, I've never been one to want to work out in the gym, even if it's a Pilates studio or a yoga studio or whatever, I'm not like the hugest fan of regimented exercise. And so the permission to return to just a life of play and moving my body because I know that I feel best and it's fun and it is a essential part of keeping balance in every aspect of my life, professionally and personally. Yeah, that's it. So I'm excited for freedom. Very excited for freedom in my movement, freedom in my body, freedom in my practice, letting go of rules, letting go of regimens, letting go of the way things are supposed to be according to whomever and trusting that when I listen to the wisdom of my body, it will decide what it wants. And the more in tune my body is, the better balance it is, the more it just wants to seek out play and fun and movement and life. So happy holidays and uh, looking forward to 2018. Much love. Kevin Bowen. In 2018, I'm going to focus on how to give back Pilates to the community and how to spread its impact um, in a far greater way than I am right now. Hi, and thanks, Chantel, for the opportunity to share what I'm excited about for 2018. This is Wendy LeBlanc Arbuckle. I'm just so grateful to be celebrating our 25th anniversary at Pilates Center of Austin with our generous exploratory staff, our fabulous clients, and the dedicated movement educators who come to mentor with us, including our year-long Passing the Torch mentoring graduates. And I'm also deeply grateful for the opportunity to collaborate with colleagues in 2018 who also see that cultivating an updated awareness of core as relationship with gravity, ourselves, one another, and our environment is an embodied way of being that really plant seeds of curiosity, authenticity, and loving kindness in the world. Hello Thinking Pilates podcast, it's Erica Quest. In 2018, I'm very much looking forward to celebrating being healthy body-wise. I suffered an injury in 2017, actually a couple of injuries with perineal tendonitis in my ankle, and then I took a tumble when I was down teaching at Rancho La Puerta on a hike and rolled my knee and ankle on my right side. For those of you who don't know me, I am a runner, and I enjoy running as moving meditation for myself, and so it just feels really great to be healthy again and back out on my legs and I'm not really training for anything but I'm back out on the trails and on the road and one of the things I'm looking forward to celebrating in my practice even though it's a big big challenge for me is adding lower body strength and power training back into my practice. I do Pilates, I do high intensity interval training, I run, 
Uh, I do many, many different moving modalities, but one of the things that is my nemesis is fitting in a good bit of squatting, lunging, lower body work that can really facilitate power and stability in my legs. So even though it's a bear for me, I'm looking to add it back in in 2018 and stay strong and stay well and continue my education as well. I'll be doing the second in the series for Movement Science Made Simple this year. And I'm also developing quite a bit of curriculum that I'll be teaching and touring on the road. So I also consider that a big part of my practice because I'm constantly testing it out, not only on myself, but my classes, my clients, and on the road. And I just look forward to continually supporting our community, whether it be Pilates-specific, wellness-specific, mindful movement-specific, or fitness-specific throughout 2018, because it is a great joy that we get to do what we do for a living. And so the best that we can do is just continue to lift each other up, celebrate what we do, and the fact that we don't have to sit in front of a computer on a daily basis to make our money. Thanks so much. Hi, this is Ann Bishop of Audubon Connect, and I am celebrating uh, my two new little ones uh, that came into the world within the last two years, and so I'm very excited to be returning to work and returning to Pilates, and I'm also celebrating just how much innovativeness I see in the industry and the collaboration, and I'm just really looking forward to seeing where the Pilates industry grows uh, in the next year and in the next 5, 10, and 20 years. All right. Take care. And here are a couple of submissions in writing that I'm going to read to you. The first one is from Morel Pele, and she says, The coming year holds important changes for my private and professional life. I'm ready to make a leap, and I am sure that inevitably that leap of faith will also come through in my practice. I will be celebrating the freedom to truly find my own within my movement practice. I will celebrate the gift and ability to connect people and to tickle them beyond their comfort zone. I will celebrate seeing the world and how we move through it with our bodies in new ways. 2018 is a big one and I am excited. And then a very sweet student of Deborah's from the Pilates Center, Helene Willis, who is 84 years old. She says, I continue to celebrate my long trusting relationship with my Pilates instructor every day. Over the years, she has guided me with care, personally tailoring sessions with a variety of techniques to meet my unique issues, always beginning each hour with, how's your body today? What's going on? I am on my feet, active, moving flexibly, and enjoying life at age 84, in large part because of the mutually trusting relationship Deborah and I share, and the creative session she leads me through with joy, love, and professional integrity. We're here with the Skillful Teaching Mentoring Group and doing an impromptu uh, roving reporter thing about celebration. So we are celebrating. We happen to be celebrating. It's our last workshop of the year. Um, that's not what we're celebrating because, you know, in two months we'll have another one. But um, we're drinking and we're eating and we're enjoying each other's company. And so um, I'm glad that you agreed. I mean, hopefully you felt like you had a choice to answer this question <laughs> that we're posing to a lot of different teachers from all over the world, which is essentially... What are you celebrating in your practice in the coming year? Um, and it can certainly be something that's on your mind now, something that you've been practicing or celebrating in your practice. And practice does not have to be about movement, and it certainly doesn't have to be about Pilates. Um, and that's it. Done talking. Would you like to go first? Absolutely. I'm honored to go first. So uh, my, what I'm celebrating is embracing the day. And this is a kind of circuitous kind of um, story, but uh, I attended this workshop by this lady who would birth babies. And she would tell the mothers, instead of fighting the contractions, try to embrace them. And I love that. And I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to start embracing whatever hardships come my way. And so the way I've been doing this in my practice, it's kooky, but I'm so proud of it in a weird way. I take cold showers 
and it's excruciating. <laughs> Sounds awful. It's awful, but I love it because I turn the water on and I go, embrace the day. And it's like, ah! <laughs> it's almost like self-mutilation. Oh, it is, but it's so invigorating because the front, I, I get so, it's so easy. But then I go in the back and I go intentionally the back of my spine, you know, where, where the brain can sense, you know, temperature. And I just blast the cold water there. And it's like, ah, I'm embracing the day. And I do this every night. <laughs> and I'm celebrating it because I've been doing it. And we don't heat our house. It's fabulous. I'm crazy. And I'm super kind of freakily proud about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to continue this into 2018. I am. I've been doing this now for like a year. So. Wow. Yeah. And, and when I don't do it, I just feel icky. So, you know, it's become kind of, I'm like embracing that hardship that I've mm. chosen to do to myself. But it's, I hear that cold showers are also really good for the immune system. So, and good for the skin. So it's all good. Embrace the And for day. your hair. Like all kinds yeah. of things. Oh. I hear that too. Oh. I just don't care enough. <laughs> I love it. It's beautiful. Thank you. I love it too. And I'm following that. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got the sexy Australian accent, so it's fine. Whatever you say. You can say anything and they'll be like, yeah, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now I'm thinking about embracing no I'm I'm going to be celebrating gratitude. Mm. And just being thankful for difficult things as well as joyful things. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying. It's not always as um, successfully as I'd like, but well, that's why it's a practice, yeah, right? Exactly. Thanks, Mandy. Um, do you want my name, or is this anonymous? Would you like to say your name? Hi, my name's Rachel, and um, <laughs> I, I mean, I might even though I knew you, just, you said we don't have to talk about Pilates or you can work, talk about but, whatever you want. But this has been a year of work for me, and mm-hmm. I'm celebrating. That I did it, you know, that I worked, that I kind of pushed judgment to the side and I just decided I was going to take it in and, you know, and do my best to keep practicing and, you know, staying at something, you get better at it. Mm. So I'm just going to celebrate that, the fact that it, I mean, there are highs and lows, but by just sticking in and doing the work, you do get better at something. It's pretty cool that Mm -hmm. one. Thanks, Rachel. Oh, you, Rachel. (laughs) I'm Julie and I'm going to celebrate I'm celebrating being out in nature or being outside and celebrating the gift that nature is and I feel like we don't do that enough in our culture and it's there right out there and it's just it's available and yeah that's my one of my goals thank you I am celebrating surrender and non-attachment to outcome, um, authentic movement, and inspired movement. Um, Because I don't, and maybe non-effort, I just feel so uninterested in forcing anything. So just real... um, Surrender. I'm Carolyn, and I'm going to be celebrating self-compassion. I'm usually my worst critic. I always hold myself up to these high standards and have very high goals for myself. And what I want to bring into my Pilates practice and into my teaching is self-compassion and not focus so much on what's right or being perfect, but just bring joy. And I just, I'm so excited to do that. Perfect. Indeed. What an absolutely wonderful way to start our season. Thank you so much, everybody, for your contributions and for listening and for sharing and for letting us know what you think. We are so grateful for any feedback that you provide. 
We are so excited to have our first podcast sponsor, Momentum Fest. And let's just let me tell you a little bit about Momentum Fest. Momentum Fest is a brand new festival in celebration of Pilates and Movement, founded by Jessica Vallant, who is also a PMA board member. The festival takes place in Denver, Colorado, this coming June. 22nd through 24th, 2018, and it's going to be held at the Omni Interlochen Hotel in Broomfield, Colorado. Now, you can find out all the details on Momentum Fest at MomentumFest.com. Pretty simple. They've got some awesome opportunities, still looking for some teachers to fill their schedule. They have a wonderful volunteer and ambassador program. And of course, you can also become a sponsor or a vendor of the festival. Really, really looking forward to this experience. And um, from the buzz that I've heard and from conversations that I've had with other teachers, it's going to be just one big, giant, good time around movement and celebrating being in the body and moving in all kinds of wonderful ways. Some of the teachers that they have on their lineup include our very own James Crater, Anula Myberg, Trina Altman, Leslie Logan, and Jenna Savino, among many, many others. So check them out, MomentumFest.com. I really think getting on the bandwagon for being a volunteer or an ambassador is a brilliant way to get involved a little bit beyond just buying tickets and showing up. So check out those opportunities and we'll be hearing more about Momentum Fest in the episodes to come. Please take time if you love what we're doing to leave us a review on iTunes, like us on Facebook at Thinking Pilates Podcast and um, check out our revamped website at thinkingpilates.com. We are still working on some new cool stuff, like a new logo, and putting everything in one spot for you to access really easily. But you can see the episodes now at thinkingpilates.com. A little bit about how to get in touch with each of us. You can find our emails on thinkingpilates.com in the show notes of this episode or on the about page. And you can learn more about my coaching and mentoring business, Skillful Teaching, at skillfulteaching.com or Skillful Teaching Pilates on Instagram and Skillful Teaching on Facebook. You can learn more about James's work and his studio at evolvedbodystudio.com or his new project, physicalthinking.com, and find him at physicalthinking on Instagram. Deborah Colway is at the Pilates Center in Boulder, Colorado, and the website address is thepilatescenter.com. James and I and Deborah are always up to a lot of cool things. If you're in the Northern California, Sacramento area, Check out James's workshop coming up January 6th with Anula Myberg at Humani Pilates called Shift Happens. That information is in the show notes as well. And if you would like to explore a little bit more of this relationship between science and psychology and teaching, you can visit the Skillful Teaching website and check out more about the Science and Psychology of Teaching Master's Program, which I've co-created with my friend and colleague, Ann Bishop, of Body Brain Connect. All of that information is there. We're getting ready to launch a very exciting year two of the Master's Program, and we're currently taking applications and enrollments. We've got one more Q&A call on January 5th, and that is the only way to access a live demo of the online portion of the program as well as tuition discounts, which is super, super cool. I'm also about in the world this coming year and will be making visits to Indiana and Chicago, North Carolina, Michigan, and Toronto. So for more on my teaching schedule, you can check out the workshops page on skillfulteaching.com. Deborah, of course, is always hard at work at the Pilates Center in Boulder, teaching and mentoring teachers. You can find out more about her upcoming schedule there. 
And the three of us are also online. So if you're looking to investigate a little bit more of what we're doing in terms of movement practice, James and Deborah can both be found on Pilates Anytime. And you can find me on Fusion Pilates EDU. I've got a great workshop coming up called Fearless Extension, which actually launches tomorrow, December 7th. So you can check that out on Fusion Pilates EDU. You can also find links to that and more online classes on the Skillful Teaching website. All right, all right, that is quite enough about all of us. We look forward to hearing from you, your comments, your responses, your feedback, and your reviews. So until next time. Control.